Pocahontas talking, top rope walking, ultimate exit, serious flexing, never be vague with your boy Craig, an opinion mixing from Peter Nixon, keep to the in an impactful way, bloody nonsense as the Brits say, talking bloody nonsense. Yes, it's me, it's me, it's the M-I-C, Craig, a.k.a. Mr. Impact, joined as always by the one and only Peter Nixon. This is Talking Bloody Nonsense, right here on the TNA IW channel. It's a new week, it's a new Impact, but first things first, Nixon, how's it going? Yeah, all good here, got nothing really to report. Um, we're going to, we're uh, filming during the day. Um, where we usually do in the evening. Um, so myself and Katie can go and watch uh, Jurassic World at the cinema. We're, we're, uh, yeah, kind of big fans of the franchise. So it's our only opportunity over the next uh, well few weeks. So looking forward to that. But yeah, um, we're not a Jurassic World podcast. Let's talk about some Impact Wrestling. Yeah, so uh, on this show, as you can see somewhere on tap, we have uh, Lady Frost, her uh, request to be released, which is now being granted by Impact Wrestling. We also have, we're also going to talk about uh, the uh, the free Chris Bay hashtag that's been starting on Twitter over the last few days. And then we're going to go straight into Against All Odds, which seems to have crept up out of nowhere. Mm. And then we'll go straight into predictions. But first things first, uh, there's no we decided to kind of scrap the re-preview but we're going to give you a little preview of impact this week but just just run down the card quickly yeah. um it's uh, jordan grace is facing uh savannah evans you have uh i should have prepped i did prep but i didn't forget the impact scheduled up um i think there's a big division match isn't there Yes, uh, Laredo Kid. Yeah, Laredo Kid. Um, and Chris Bear, I believe, is in it. Yeah. I think. Um, we also have uh, Knockouts Action, Giselle Shaw taking on uh, one half of Knockouts World Tekken Champions in Rosemary, which more than likely creep up into this week's uh, Against All Odds if Giselle is successful. And I believe that is that for impact they've been out so far. Uh, let's just jump straight into what we're, what we talk about. Before that, let's take it over to those power rankings. You agree, disagree from last week's impact wrestling. It's time for the power rankings. <laughs> Number 10, Bullet Club. Number nine, BBD. Number eight, Tag Team Champions, Team Ragnarok. Number seven, X Division Champion, Mike Bailey. Number six, Moose. Number five, the HBAC, Mia Yim. Number four, World Champion, Jordan Grace. Number three, Sammy Callahan. Number two, Honor No More. Number one world champion Josh Alexander. And we're back. Now it's time to get into the main headline. 
came out uh, last week uh, from a, a tweet from Lady Frost herself. She's, she has officially requested her release from Impact Wrestling and is reportedly now being granted according to sources such as Inside the Ropes. Yeah, what's what's your take on this? I mean, she wasn't there very long. Not a lot. Didn't really see a lot of her. Not that much happened. I think the biggest thing she had was probably uh, her match against Diana Perazzo in the Champ Champ Challenge. Uh, people for a long time, people were clamouring for Impact to sign her. It came. It came about. But I mean, it came a surprise to most people. But what's your take on it? it certainly surprised me yeah i don't know all the circumstances behind her requesting her release um i know she hasn't been on tv in well ever since the the giselle feud it feels like they had that great match on the pre-show for sacrifice and then we never really saw her again i think she did the multiverse of matches as well yeah it's it's all a bit out of nowhere a bit like against our rod um, it's a shame because, you know, she she's so different from other female wrestlers. She's fit in perfectly in Impact Wrestling, you know, in the Knockouts division and potentially the X division. She would have been a great asset there. Um, you know, we saw that when she did the Ultimate X match in January at Hard to Kill. Um, probably, the I'd say, the highlight of her Impact career. As short-lived as it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's unfortunate because she had a lot of potential and a lot of... Um, potentially a lot to give to the Impact Wrestling product. But yeah, I, I don't know the circumstances. Can you enlighten me? Honestly, I have no idea either. I, uh, I, I don't know if it's just unhappy, but I, I, I don't think there's enough time for her to be unhappy with what's going on. For the amount of time she was there, she had some decent views, some, some great matches. Obviously, it was mainly on BTI, but it's still some great, great matches. Mm. I, th- I think, I don't know why, but as far as where she might go after or now, I think... NWA, I think they're interested in her. They've had uh, uh, Victor Benjamin and her husband on there quite a bit recently. And, and uh, yeah, it's it's difficult. I mean, I haven't seen anything negative online. So it it, it is a difficult one. Where do you think, where do you think, what, what do you think is next for uh, Lady Frost, given her incredibly short run and impact, which, which, it certainly could be some unfinished business there mm. with impact. It's it's very short lived, surprisingly. What yeah. do you think she could be headed next? Well, yeah, like you say, I haven't seen any negative comments online. Um, so maybe she can go away and come back and uh, maybe work on you know without a contract, just on a per appearance deal, like a lot of the people on the roster do. Um, but yeah, the, the NWA would be perfect fit for her. I would say AEW. I think she'd be a, a great addition to their women's roster. But again, you know, with their star power and the fact that they focus purely on people that 
you know, they're bringing in from WWE, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they, they did the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Um, I've, I've nearly finished it. It was a great show. Five hours of wrestling, one women's match. And I know you could you can make the excuse that it was a, a New Japan show as well and they don't feature women's wrestlers. Um, but considering, you know, you could have put Jade Cargill on the show somewhere defending the TNT title. Surely you could have, you know, gotten rid of Lance Archer versus Nick Comorato and, you know, put a women's match in there. Yeah. And, and I've gone off on a tangent. It's a shocker. What we do. Yeah. Um, it's what we you know, do. Yeah, it, she'd be a good fit to that roster, but I, I don't think that'd be a good idea because she would just be lost in the shuffle on AEW Dark, as a lot of the, the people are. Um, and considering her age, I think she's approaching 40, you know, pot kettle. But um, I, I would have thought WWE won't be interested in her purely because of her age. I know that's discriminatory and shouldn't happen, but that's just the way of the world. So uh, maybe, she, yeah, exactly. She can um, maybe do some tours of Mexico, the UK, um, Japan. I think she'd be a great fit for Stardom or Joshi, yes. Tokyo Joshi. Um, so yeah, I, the world is her oyster. You know, we've used that phrase before uh, for people departing impact. But yeah, I, I wish her the best. It's a shame, massive lost to the women's roster but if that's what she wants then you know best of luck to her and i hope it works out for her yeah exactly i mean it's it is unfortunate because for a long long time fans wanted to see her signed to impact wrestling and then you know it's official she was a knockout had some had some great matches in in this in such a short period of time which is a you know is a Credit to her and the and impact in the, the entire division, but yeah, it it's it's a surprising one. I like we don't know any of the details really. All we know is something, but she obviously wants a different challenge, or is there something going on inside Impact? Because they have a lot of people have been let go or wanting to be let go or just not re-signing so it's begs the question whether they've been asking this question for a while though is there something bigger taking place in impact where they would need to free up some money and with a good brother contract coming up i think that could play a part in it it's, it's common knowledge they're on they're on pretty decent money so maybe that's yeah, maybe that's a factor. I hope not, because you know I, I know a lot of Impact fans aren't the biggest Go, fans of Go Brothers, and there's certainly more potential of Lady Frost. But hey, it is what it is, and like you said, she can go wherever she wants to, and will be successful. So best of luck wherever she wherever she winds up. See you down the road. Yeah, exactly. And to talk about the Good Brothers very quickly. You know, people aren't, haven't, you know, haven't been enamoured with their work, but they do command a big wage because of their star power, because of the New Japan crossover, because of the, the you know, the outside projects they're involved in. They, they do bring eyes to the product. 
And yeah, that's something that can't be overlooked. No. no I completely agree. It's yeah, they uh they've they've got these star power for definite and obviously we've talked about we'll go probably go into that bit bit more detail on the on the next show. But yeah, uh with these tag team titles now back around their waists, maybe they are sticking around. Who knows? Next, we go on and try not to keep this, try not to make the show too negative, but you know, it's been a lot of interesting news. And over last weekend, uh, a hashtag seemed to have been picked up hashtag free Chris Bay. And when I read into it, like, Look, look to all the other tweets people were putting out there. People were saying that uh, Chris Bay needs to be on TV more, which, you know, I have to agree. Mm-hmm. And also saying Im- Impact are underutilising him and saying just that the Impact needs to release him so he can go on to bigger and better things, essentially. It's an interesting one, considering Chris Bay in a, uh, recently put out a tweet uh, of him and a young Ace Austin sent uh, plotting uh plotting their takeover of impact what's your take on this because it's feels almost similar to the free killer cross thing obviously the situations are different but i mean the fan some of the impact fan base seems to be getting this getting it going it completed a lot of traction what's your take on it chris bay is it really that really at that point where people need to start making a hashtag to try and get him released from a company what's your thoughts it's laughable really that um this hashtag has been started um i understand chris bay has a big fan base you know rightly so he's very very talented um and you know we we've mentioned it before he is underutilized he does eat the pin more often than not you know multi-man or just in singles he he doesn't pick up many wins yeah. and it is unfortunate it's hard to um to take in sometimes hard to accept but the, you know you we don't know what's going on behind the scenes they might have big plans for him um especially now ace is in bullet club they could um you know form a tag team or they could you know just, um tease some dissension and maybe do a next division title match within bullet club i think that would um get a lot of people excited so yeah i mean we haven't apart from the one the one tweet that chris bay put out um i can't remember exactly what it said you you might be able to help me out here craig Uh, it's it's along the lines of oh i haven't been on tv in a long time it's along those lines yeah and yeah that's true he he hadn't been um it was an observation more so than a oh get me out of my contract so i can yeah. go somewhere else and be on tv because where would he go he'd go to new japan or AEW, really wouldn't he yeah. and you know the lady frost situation all over again exactly yeah he'd be the same as jake something and rohit raju and now caleb conley yes that's the unfortunate situation they find themselves in over there. Honestly, when I when I saw this hashtag, I thought, "What is what has happened? 
Chris Bay was on TV a week ago. Yeah, it was the first time. Mike. Exactly. He was. Yes, he he did eat the pin, which you know, like like you said, we've gone into that many times before. But when, and uh, to say to say it again, when you're in Bullet Club and you have the likes of Jay White and you, you're going up against the Motor City Machine Guns, there's only one person who's going to eat the pin on that one, and that is unfortunate because Chris Bay is super talented and, inc- like, you know, people talked about him, uh, him, Ace, and um, and. Sure, there's like the next AJ and Christopher Daniels. Mm. I talked about, about on, on that level. So the fact that this started, it makes it. Like I said, it reminds me kind of the, of the Killer Cross situation. Obviously, it, it is different in the sense Killer Cross wanted out, and was, was asking for more money. Well, that whole situation was just a mess. But I mean. Come on, you don't need to start a hashtag trying to just to impact aren't gonna see this hashtag and thought, oh yeah, let's push let's push Chris Bay to the world title. Yeah. It's not gonna happen. And they're also what, not what? Gonna, they're not gonna see the hashtag and think, oh well, best release him then. Exactly. Chris Bay is a star and impact can see that. It's just they it's got a lot of people coming in and going out. It's you can't Chris Bay isn't gonna be the top guy throughout throughout the throughout his entire run of impact. You know, you've got things change in wrestling so quickly. Yeah. And it's not like he's <laughs> lost in the shuffle. Because he is being featured. Um in the you know the rematch between uh the you know Bay Braid as we like to call him and the Motor City Machine Guns. I believe if I remember correctly Chris Bay did pin one of the machine guns to win the match. Am I misremembering that? No, I think he did. Uh, one of the main times they faced each other, yeah, I think he did pick up the pin, pick up yeah. the win. Yeah. You know, instead of Jay White, who is the current IWGP heavyweight champion. You know, he is the former X Division champion. He, it's not like he hasn't done anything in Impact. And it's not like he's not going to do anything again. No. You know, as exactly. long as the contract, he will be used. Might be periodically, and he might eat the pin on occasion. But yeah, he he still can do a lot for the company. There's still matches for him to have, you know, dream opponents. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned like, if they'd release him, where would he go? And you know, if it went to AEW, he would certainly be lost in the shuffle. If, if if he was an a, a um assigned New Japan talent, he and you know he would be lost in the show, in the background of the Bullet Club. The, but he will be featured, but as a member of the Bullet Club, and you know maybe he'll get a run as the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, or maybe he'll be a, a Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion. Mm. That's really all I can think of how that could go. Obviously, we don't we don't know, but. New Japan have such a stacked junior heavyweight division, and an AW, you know, they they're featuring so many people at once. You just can't see them finding room for Chris Bay. Mm. I mean, of course there is WWE, but 
you know, they it would be on NXT 2.0 or whatever it is now. Mm. So it's 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 a difficult one, but I think just try and whoever started this hashtag. Come on, it it doesn't you don't need this. It doesn't need to be this. Chris Bay is an impact sign talent. He will be featured more. It's just you can't expect everything at once. Also, put yourself in Chris Bay's shoes, and you see this hashtag. You must be so embarrassed. Because, you know, if if you're happy in Impact, which I can only assume he is, and you see this hashtag, you think, oh, what, what are my fans thinking? Putting something like that out right. there. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are, there are times where people have set up this hashtag because a talent is, you know, it's particularly when it comes to, I know, WWE, the uh, free Ali hashtag. Mm. That, that makes more sense in this one because Ali wants to be gone from WWE. It was very and public. He isn't being used. Yeah, he went public on Twitter and said, "I have asked my, for my release." We all know it wasn't granted, so free Ali makes sense. Exactly, Chris Bay is just—he's a probably just a, a bit myth that he hasn't been on TV in a while. But it's, he's coming back on TV. He's, he's still part of Bullet Club and has, you know, has had matches for the World Championship. Multiple times it's been in the exhibition title matches on the biggest pay per views for Impact. Chris Bay has been featured heavily. Mm. It's just, and he, he's part of Bullet Club for out loud. He's been exhibition champion, transport world champion, and added to Bullet Club. I say that's a pretty, a pretty decent run so far, which is only going to improve from this point. Definitely. So just take it. Chill a bit, take your time. It will happen. He will be. He, he is coming back onto TV, and you know I'm sure Impact have plans. So just chill out a bit. <laughs> Wait and see what happens because wrestling is it's wrestling. It did like I said, it take everything changes so quickly in wrestling. Mm. I mean, you've only really got to look at the hurt business that came around went quick as quick, quick as quickly as it started. Yeah, but now it wouldn't in, in now in today's landscape it wouldn't fit in as well. So just see, just take your time and see what what happens. Impact, I've said it before, but Impact have earned the benefit of the doubt when it comes to their booking. They may take it in one direction, look look like they're going in one direction, take it in a completely other direction, but nine times out of ten, they they knock the nail on the head, and it, it works. So, yeah, just just uh, wait and see. Now, we're going to go on to Against All Odds, which is coming up this Friday, so Saturday. Uh, I mean, considering Sunversary was a week, week and a half ago, about that. Yeah. And now we have Against All Odds on Impact Plus slash Ultimate Insiders and Fight TV. Um, and yeah, the card so far looks, looks good as a uh, player special usually does. We'll take it, we'll take it match by match and give our thoughts, and then in the final 10, we'll give our predictions for what we think would happen. Um, let's go with the uh match that's that's most recently been announced it's a knockouts tag team match 
Mayhem and Mickey James take on Chelsea Green and Diana Perrazzo. Then we follow that up with a knockout sport title match, Jordan Grace uh, def- defending against Tasha Steeles in her rematch. Sammy Callahan is taking on Moose in a clockwork orange house of fun match with Raven in the in the building. Uh, then we also have a, another 10-man tag featuring Honor No More. This time they're taking on James Storm, the Good Brothers, and what was supposed to be the Briscoes, obviously now Briscoes out, injured. Uh, so it's two, two, two competitors to be announced. And then main event, uh, Josh Alexander defends the World Championship against Joe Doring. So we'll, we'll start off with the uh, Knockouts tag match. We'll see announced on Impact Social Media, but I know a lot of people are excited to see Chelsea Green and Diana team up and be a, a a real team for this one against Mickey James and Mia Yip. Mm. Are you excited for it? What and uh, yeah, what's your how are you feeling on this one? I think it should be a, a great uh, tag team match. Um I'm interested to finally see Diana and Chelsea as a team. You know, um, and you know, in, even more tag teams to be added to the the roster of the Knockouts tag team division. It's been long overdue, um, and I think because they're they are mates in real life, aren't they? I think yeah. they're each other's yeah. uh, maids of honor. Yes. Uh, Dinky, what are you doing over there? Come on, silly dog. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think it'll be a, an interesting tag team match. Good to see Mickey yes. James back in the fold. Um, I think Mia Yim is fantastic. Um, so yeah, looking forward to this one. I think if they're gonna, I don't know, we'll do predictions in a bit. Come on, Dinky. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, girl. Sorry, Clay. <laughs> it's sorry. It's um. I was just gonna say it's a. It's this tag team of Chelsea and Diana. You know kind of knew it would eventually happen when Chelsea first arrived. Obviously, Diana's been great as a singles competitor and as a tag team wrestler, I think this this could be fun. I I mean, I'm sure everyone watching knows I'm not the biggest Chelsea Green fan. Diana, you know, kind of knew it would eventually happen when Chelsea first arrived. Obviously, Diana's been great as a singles competitor and as a tag team wrestler, I think this, this could be fun. We love I, I mean, I'm sure everyone watching knows I'm not the biggest Chelsea Green fan, but the work she's been doing right now was, you know, the major players and all of that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Clock for the recording has just gone back to 24 seconds, so I have no idea what time we're on. <laughs> but um, oh well. 29, 52, 53, 54. There we go. Yeah. Um, anywho. That can be edited. Um, or if not, they have a little behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah, um, yeah, as far as the tag match goes, as far as the tag match goes, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Me and Mickey, Mickey James should be a great team. Chelsea and Diana, they have they already have a good friendship. Exactly what their in-ring chemistry is like. I know they used to team kind of on the NXT house shows. So they've got experience there. 
Yeah. And yeah, it's nice to have uh, a team that's 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 a friendship as well as a tag team in the among the knockouts tag team division. So I'm all for that. Um, and me and Mickey James are going to be a, a great team either way. But do you think uh, we will be getting the knockouts tag match of Giselle and Tennille versus the uh, between versus Ragnarok? Do you think that's going to happen? If yeah, of course, if Giselle beats Rosemary. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think Giselle um, will defeat Rosemary on Impact tonight, and then yeah, go on mm-hmm. for them to. To challenge for the tag belts of, uh, against all odds, I think that makes the most sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, kind of has to at this point. I mean, I imagine they were going to do a straight rematch, but unfortunately, uh, Madison Rain has a bro- suffered from a broken nose, mm. a pretty severe broken nose to boot. Yeah, so I think it makes a lot of sense. Then, of course, we had we had the knockouts world championship. Jordan Grace, uh, this is Tasha Steele's. Jordan, Jordan is facing Savannah Evans tonight. I, from what it's it's confusing because from what I gathered from uh, Tasha's promo was that uh, Tasha would only have the match if Jordan beats Savannah, but the match has been announced. It's it's confusing. I must I must have misunderstood Tasha's promo. I thought that was where this is coming from. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, the difficult one, but the match itself should be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, I think Jordan is just incredible. You know, again, I say it every week. Conversation for best in the world. She has to be in it. So um, absolutely. You know, I I remember watching her matches with Tessa Branchard and with uh, Tennille Dashwood, and you know, people that. Um, I mean, she's not a, a tall lady, Jordan Grace, um, but you know, you know she's jacked, and to see her, you know, throwing around women that are smaller than her, it just makes for a good dynamic and makes for a good match. And you know, Tasha's going to have to to do some dastardly things to try and get one over on Jordan. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a a fun, interesting dynamic for a match, not just formulaic throwaway, you know, a match that is actually engaging and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, if Jordan, uh, like Jordan being world, knockouts world champion again, as she, as she previously mentioned that she, during her last run, she didn't get to enjoy it as much as she, as she hoped. And obviously, uh, Went during, within a few months, we were in a worldwide lockdown and no one could be at shows. So mm-hmm. she lost the title. So I'm excited to see this rain. So we'll get into predictions of the final ten, but I, I think it's, I think it's pretty clear who's going to win this one. Yeah. But I, Jordan Grace, yeah, she, she's phenomenal, and Tasha now hopefully. I, I think after this one, I think. Tasha and Savannah should focus on the Dockers tag titles. I, I, I think, like I, said, I think it was either you or uh, Alec who said last week to uh, keep Tasha out of the water, knock out the water picture for a little bit. 
John, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Tasha and Savannah in the tag team division would be great. Yeah. Especially Savannah doesn't really get a lot of in ring time lately. I mean, she's uh, on the uh, digital media exclusive is Alicia versus Savannah Evans on YouTube right now. I mean, I haven't checked it out yet, but I'll probably will after after we finish up here. <clears throat> but yeah, Jordan Grace knockout knock world champion defending against Tasha Steele in a rematch. Excited, excited for it. It's going to be the knockout division is the best division in, rest, in wrestling. So we know, you know, we know it will, it will deliver. Now the match, yeah, I'm I'm most excited about is Clockwork Orange House of Fun. Sammy Callahan versus Moose, and it was in the Impact social media team that Raven will be in attendance for this match. I mean, holy shit! Like, do you think it will be the the full setup with like the the, the one sided one side of the cage, and then obviously the chains of God knows what wrapped around? It's it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's been a while since we've had a, a Clockwork Orange House of Fun match. And I'm honestly surprised they're able to get away with calling it Clockwork Orange. They don't have the rights to, to that movie title, but um, yeah, fair fair play to them. You know, I, I know they've just yeah. got House of Fun match, Raven's House of Fun match before, which you know that's fine. But yeah, it's it's just really interesting uh, match type, isn't it? I think they're going to go all out. I yes. think they'll have um, a, a side of the cage. You know the the post with the chains going along with weapons hanging off it. Yeah, yeah. I mean their match at Slammiversary, Moose and Sammy was fantastic. We we talked about it last week. It was divisive amongst our conversation. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what else they can do in Clockwork Orange House of Fun. It might be a bit soon after their anniversary match to be doing something like this but mm. you know it's, it's going to make for a, an awesome match and add to a show uh, that really has the potential to be you know outstanding yeah agreed and with this um, House of Fun match I mean it was supposed to be on the uh, TNA throwback show they had to have a few years rest of WrestleMania weekend, Swiss was featured then, but obviously it couldn't because that ongoing global bastard, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree, maybe it is a bit too uh quick after having a monster's ball, but I honestly thought I, I d- generally wanted the clockwork or the house of fun match at some anniversary. I thought that would have been different than just having a, a regular monsters ball mm-hmm. but i'm all for it i don't I've i don't know what raven has just had some sort of surgery so he that's why he wasn't at slammiversary or he couldn't be right. there I, yeah i, I think I, I don't know you know for sure but i guess he's all fit for against all odds yeah i mean i wonder what part raven will play in this match whether it be being a forcer or just like Sat at ringside just watching it. I, I don't know. It would be interesting to see what part Raven plays. What, what what do you think? What, what kind of part do you think Raven will play in this one? Uh, do you remember the first ever Clockwork Orange House of Fun match on TNA? It was Raven versus uh, Sandman. 
and the referee was Kevin Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan, yes, he wore he weighed it where he drew the stripes on him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, think yeah. it'd be a lot of fun to have Raven as the referee if he's physically able. Um, yeah. If if not, yeah, um, as some sort of enforcer or timekeeper, I think that'd be great. Just to have him present is going to be awesome. Raven is excellent. See, I've always want, I always wanted this match to happen. Sammy versus Raven probably never will, but that's in terms of hardcore wrestling, that's a match I want to see. But it probably probably never will. I don't know what kind of state Raven's in in terms of wrestling ability anymore. Yeah, I I don't think he's capable, physically capable, of having the match that Sammy would want to have. So, yeah, I, I don't think we will see it anytime soon. Nah, it's unfortunate, but we know Sammy and Moose are going to just tear into, tear into each other. And Sammy, if, you know, Sammy can do some crazy stuff this match. It's, you know, with Raven as like a mentor to him, I think it's going to be so much, so much fun. I cannot wait to see it. Um, if then, this podcast, the Raven effect. No, I haven't. No, it's on my list, but never get around to it. <laughs> There's not enough time in the day, is there? Um, no, it's too many podcasts. I've listened to a few episodes, and it is very entertaining. He's uh, he's such a genius, and he's so funny. But I, it just he's on another level intellectually. Mm. Well, certainly than me, but you know, you know, everyone else is just—he's so clever, so smart. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's you can kind of see it in obviously how his character used to be. So, um, it's all good. I just uh, wonder if uh, uh, Jade Chung's going to be there because, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think she likes him very much. Okay. What? When when Josh and Jay did the, uh, uh, the thing on Impact Plus, whether they're watching old episodes of Impact and pay per views, yeah, uh, Jade isn't the biggest Raven fan, so I wonder if I, I, I doubt she'll be there. And I don't, I'm not sure how Josh is, is, but I know Jade isn't a big fan of Raven. Maybe they had some run-ins back in the day. Maybe, but. Either way, this match is going to slap, and I can't wait to watch it because I I do like hardcore wrestling. I went done right, and you know these two can do it right. So then we have and yet another ten man tag team match. Uh, James Storm and the Good Brothers take, and two other competitors will take on on no more of Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Vincent. Yeah, ten man tag, another one. What's your feelings on this one? It must be great because it's on and no more, but it's another ten man tag. Yeah, um, it would be cool to to see on and no more um, outside of these multi man tags. You know, to see OTK have some tag team matches. You know, obviously we saw Kenny King in Ultimate X, and we've seen PCO um, do no end of stuff as a singles wrestler, but. You know, we need we need to see Eddie on his own more. 
And who am I missing? Vincent. We need to see um, more of him singularly on yes. these big shows. We can't just have On and No More as a, a five-man unit every time out because um, it gets old and it's it's starting to get old. We know the match is going to be fantastic, but we've seen it a few times now. Um, yeah. With regard to their opponents, we know it's James Storm and um, Garros and Anderson. And we've, we've got another surprise, another two um, mystery uh, tag team parts. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very similar to what they did at Slammiversary. But... Right, but it's number two. Yeah. I have no idea. I can't even... That. I can't even begin to fathom who they can bring in for this, this 10-man tag. Exactly. It, it, it's, it is, it's difficult because, you know, they could go the easy option and go with machine guns, but I think we've seen that a bit too much now. Yeah. And plus, they, they would have announced, announced it already. Well, I mean, if they announced it this week that it's machine guns, okay, cool, it's cool. We, you know, it'd be good, but I think that's, we've seen that a bit too much. Mm. It's obviously not going to be Chris Harris. No. I I I doubt it this time. I I don't. I mean, I I I genuinely don't know. I can't see it being. You know, obviously, when the last time it was a with a mystery partner opponent, we thought it'd be someone from WWE. Probably not going to be for against all odds. So I think I think we can rule that side of stuff out yeah but where where is against the rods is it vegas no they're in atlanta aren't they that's it yeah right okay it could be a couple of local uh you know georgians uh it could be some you know a couple of guys from mlw because that uh working relationship is now in effect sammy callahan yeah. appeared at battle riot over the weekend so Nice. This, I'm plucking this out of thin air. What about the Von Eriks? I would love that, but I don't think it'll get as big of a reaction as, it, as say, uh, I can't even think. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, I really don't, I didn't really own any MLW tag teams. Mm. Enzo, I, Enzo's there. Yeah, um, that'd be cool. Or Hammerstone. You know, yeah, Fatu. Oh, and there's Josh and Fatu are, yeah. Fatu are working at Ric Flair's last match. Yeah, so maybe. But I just don't know. It is it is a difficult one. It really is. But as far as the 10-man tag things go, have this one, fine, but then give it a break. Yeah. I mean, on, I think... I don't think on anymore have had... A like a singles style match, uh, any pay per view since they've been with Impact minus PCO. Yeah, um, LGK were in the tag gauntlet at Rebellion. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Is it's it's uh, yeah. It, I think to give a break after this one, but obviously 
last week when Apex died, we had a little a little teaser about uh, Eddie and PCO and and not being happy with him picking up the the pin. Mm. I mean, we said before, but is it time for PCO to be gone from Honor No More? He's he's too much of a face now. Yeah, definitely. I think what whoever the the mystery partners are, I think PCO eats another pin against our odds and it starts his removal from the group so he can go and do his own thing uh, PCO isn't featured in this match and I have no idea I have no idea Eddie, what's going to happen we've got Eddie, Kenny King Matt Haven, Mike Bennett and Vincent interesting that they wouldn't yeah. the PCO, maybe they've got a singles match for him yeah, hopefully, but don't know who against yet. But it'd be funny either way. Um, but yeah, then we have the main event. Surprised a lot of people, but it's Josh Alexander taking on Joe Doring for the Impact World Championship. I mean, you know, I don't. Joe Doring is an interesting pick. But uh, how do you feel on it? It's Right. Well, be, be Joe Doran's first singles loss if he loses. Which he will. I mean, they're, they're not going to yeah. take the title off Josh uh, against our odds. Um, and certainly not going to put it on Joe Doran. Oh, uh, you know, I might be wrong, but I, yeah, I just can't see it. Um, the more I've thought about this match, because initially I thought, well, we've, we've seen it. We've seen it on Impact like three or four weeks ago. But the more I think about it, it does make sense. Because technically, Joe won that match. I think it was by DQ. Yeah, Josh hit with the flag, yeah. So, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, They're trying to keep the Violent by Design group featured and relevant. So it it does make sense that Joe would be the next challenger, you know, in a storyline capacity. It's just that not not that interesting of a match but right. you know, if if this was bound for glory and they were going with this main event i'd i'd be an uproar but it's against all odds you can kind of let this one slide you know they're going to work hard they're going to try and produce the best match possible um but yeah i just i'm not that bothered about it it's just i think because it's so predictable yeah that's that's the thing. It does take. Oh, it was not much shine on this match to begin with, but what little shine it does have, it's diminished by the fact it's pretty obvious who's going to win this one. But you know, we know they're going to hit each other hard. We know they're going to put on a fight, and you know, it, it can only help Josh look good as a world champion. So I'm all for it. Maybe I'm, I'm. I don't know. But I'm assuming this will finish off the Violent by Design feud of Josh Alexander. Kind of has to. He's beating all three of them then. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, the, the only positive that can come out of this match is if Josh looks dominant over a big opponent. Yeah. If he definitely. put him away in not quick fashion, but convincingly. 
and you know to uh take Joe Doring's uh, unbeaten record away from him and got Karen as the world champion. No, that that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah, I don't think Joe Doring. Been, I don't think enough has been made of this um, this unbeaten streak. Like we, it's it's never really mentioned on commentary. If they can, you know, keep it at the forefront of the viewer's mind throughout this match, then the dynamic works. I mean, truthfully, I don't think Impact even realised until like a few weeks ago that old crappy hasn't hasn't been been pinned yet. Mm. I don't think they I think they quite realised. It's the same with uh, James Storm's one thousandth match. I don't think they realised it until someone put a tweet out about it. So you know the yeah, same with the Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was WrestleMania 18, and he wrestled Ric Flair. And after the match, he he did this and held up ten fingers. And Jerry Lawler said, he's 10-0! And I think Michael Hayes said, holy shit, The Undertaker's never lost at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah it became a, a big thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, took, it took him 10-0 to realise <laughs> that he's on the street. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess Lawrence looks fun, and I guess we'll take it to the final 10 now. I assume we're on time. But we are, yeah, we're at 52 time. minutes. Oh, oh, there we go. It's spot on, yeah. Let's take it over to the final 10. 10. 10. Yes, it's back. And yeah, we'll guess we'll go on to our predictions for Against All Odds. We'll start off with Mayo and Mickey James. Which is Chelsea Green and Diana Perazzo. I'm I'm going with uh, Mia and Mickey. Okay. HBI country. I think. What, what they call it? H- HBI country. That's HBI fantastic. Country. I, I, I wish I could take credit with Mickey James. Uh, I like that a lot. HBI country. I'm right in your uh, in your column. Cool, cool. I think that's. Uh, uh, I want them to, but even though I, even though part of me does believe Chelsea and Dynamo will win, I I just want to see I just want to see Mickey and Mia win. Who have you got this one? Uh, yeah, I'd I'd be I'd be fine with Mia and Mickey winning, but I don't think they will. I'm, I've put no. Dionna and Chelsea. Yeah, that's I don't, I don't I don't think they've got a tag team name yet, but I think. It, did have in XT, but I'm not sure. You need you need to do some something with hot mess and virtuosa. Nerds them some. Yeah. No, it doesn't really work. It's, it's, no, no tag team there, there yet. Yeah. But never mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I I want to see Mickey and me Mickey and me win. So you're going to. Chelsea and Deanna. Yeah. Um, do you wanna like we we assume that uh it will be Giselle and Tanil taking on Rosemoon Havoc? Should we add that in or wait yeah, until we, we know it's official? Yeah, I think let's yeah, add it in. Yeah. Okay. Well, simple enough, Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't <laughs> yeah. see 
I can't see any other outcome, really. Uh, no. Taya has been killing it recently. She's racking up all the championships. She's right. uh, she put a photo on Twitter, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, covered in blood, having just won the XPW Women's Championship. She's the yeah. AAA Reina de Reina's champion, as we know. She's the Impact Knockout uh, Tag Team Champion. She's also the MLW uh, Middle, not the Middleweight. Featherweight. Featherweight Champion. Featherweight. Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, good honor to another female belt collector. Yes, yeah, so I'm on a proper belt collector run now. Yeah. And what else is going to pick up along the way? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, simple enough for, on that prediction. And I imagine it'd be sim- simple on this one as well, but we'll go for it anyway. Uh, Jordan Grace, Tasha Steele's Knockout Sport Championship. I. I don't see Jordan losing. So it's Jordan retains over Tasha steals. Sorry, Tasha. Yeah, it's, I mean, Alex said last week the Tasha experiment was a failure. I don't know if that's 100% true, but she didn't quite connect as I thought she would as the knockouts champion. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Keep the belt on Jordan. Um, keep Tasha away from the belt for a little bit. Um, maybe put her in the tag team division with Savannah, um, yeah. and then you can always come back to her. You know, she's exactly. she yep. has that. You know, she's a, a rightful challenger at any point. So there's always. You still there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I had a bit of a blackout then. I don't know what happened. Yeah. We're still recording. DNA, um, TNA, TNA. <laughs> Fire Russo. So, yeah, I, I, I can't see Jordan losing this one. No. No. I, with, with Tasha, I think being knockout champion helped her a lot. But it's, it, yeah, it's time to move on from that now. It, like I said, it didn't, didn't connect and land as, as people thought it would. But it happened, a, a decent run, helped her a lot, and can only get better from here. So, yeah, I agree, Jordan Grace, for the victory. Yeah, totally agree. Next, however, we go on to uh, the Clockwork Orange House of Fun. And I, I say Moose's wins this one, and they tie up the series to go for another match, even though I'm not sure where it could head. But after this, they've gone from Monsters Ball to House of Fun. I don't know what the next step is afterwards, but I think this is going to be a series, and I think Moose equalises on this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think Moose gets his win back. If it is going to be a series, it ties one-to-one. Um, the next logical match is barbed wire massacre but i just can't see moose being up for that it would seem and, uh, race in a barbed wire match yeah i mean of course i suppose there is the option of a, of a steel cage like there was the uh the wolf creek cage match the hardies and decay had oh yeah it could go something like that maybe yeah yeah some sort of uh 
yeah, like a death machine cage match or something. Yeah, some some gimmick cage match. Yeah. Yeah. That think be... that, that could be where I could head. So we agree both on moves to pick up the way yeah. this one. Okay. Now it's that ten man tag match. James Storm with Go Brothers and two competitors to be announced versus Honor No More's Eddie Edwards, Kenny King, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, and Vincent. Uh, I've, I've much, I think I've pretty much gone against Honor No More on every match they've had. Mm. But this time, I think they pick up the win. I think okay. Honor No More win here. I don't agree with you. I think Honor No More loses again. And it will start to splinter the group. I think it's oh. time, yeah, time to break them up and see what they can do separate from each other. Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, Mike Bennett is happy with Impact and is happy to split his time between NWA and Impact. So maybe something hasn't happened there. He did. Uh, forgot to mention it last week, but uh, Bennett did come out in his miracle gear at some anniversary, which and I saw his tweets uh, saying that how when he was the miracle, that was lowest point in his life, but now he's closed, he's closed that door, and so fair play to yeah. him for yeah, I, owning I saw, it. I saw the tweet he put out about you know it was his lowest point in his life. You know, he had a real bad drink problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, for him to get closure on that part of his career was very important and uh, you know very commendable. Um, so yeah, time to move on as Mike Bennett part of OGK. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't be mad if, if they won the tag team titles. I think they're personally they're a better option right now than the Good Brothers. No disrespect to the Good Brothers, but. You know, they're just there, they're entertaining, but as a tag team, as tag team champions, seen it before, not sure what can get from here, but but we are on the 10-man ten, ten tag team match, and I do I do think Honor No More pick up the win, because they're, start, they're starting to need it, I think. It can, it can go a couple more weeks without a, without a major win, but I don't see it happening. Right, I think they'll pick, I think they will win. This one. Sometimes a loss then, does, does even more in a story capacity for you than a, a win. And I think if it if they lose, it it can work in Honor No More's favour in terms of the individuals of Honor No More. Oh yeah, sure. But I mean, so if it did, I just don't see what they do with Vincent. I don't know where Vincent will go if Honor No More split up it's it's a difficult difficult one yeah you're right i mean the the automatic um thought would be to put them with pco as a team or have them feud with each other that's that's a fair shout pco be the monster that vincent can't control yeah i can see that working and also, for me, I just realised Eddie Edwards, like the whole reason he turned heel was to join on no more because he was fed with Impact. Now, is that on no more? Can he still be that pissed off with Impact? 
because they'll be, pay, be paying his wages now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think I think Eddie would be absolutely fine. You know, there's still avenues he can explore as the the villain against you know the establishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. I th- but I, I just, I, I, I just, I can just picture on and more on this one. But who knows? Yeah. They haven't. Uh, I think if I don't know if I don't know if they've won a ten man tag. I generally don't know if they've won a ten man tag. They might not have done. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't Scott Nemo call up their specialty the other week? I didn't hear what you said. Then sorry, Craig. Uh, didn't, didn't didn't Scott Demore say the ten man tag was on a more specialty last week? Yeah. <laughs> I think he did. Yeah. I I don't I ask him back in chat, but I don't think they've won a ten man tag. <laughs> yeah. Any Hussels. Uh it'd be cool to see James Storm and the Good Brothers team up. I think yeah, quite got good chemistry it seems. Yeah. Pity pity's not pity's not the Briscoes, but obviously we made it we spoke about it a bit and that yeah, this they're probably done with impact for a while now. Hopefully not forever, because I do want to see them back and to have them work their way back up for the, for the tag team divisions. Let's you know more for that. Mm. Then we got let's get to the main events. I mean, and again, I think it's pretty pretty obvious. We spoke a little bit about more in depth than earlier, but Josh Josh Alexander retains the world championship over Joey Doring. I don't think it goes any other way. No, just you know. Joey Doring can put up a fight, but there's no way Josh is not going. There's no way Josh is dropping it to Joe Doring at against all odds. It's no. just, it's just not going to happen. No, yeah, there's only one winner here, Josh Alexander, all day long. Um, I do want to pick your brain about the X Division Championship because, as we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, there's a four-way on Impact tonight: Steve Macklin, Laredo Kid, Chris Bay, and Trey Miguel. And I can only assume the winner goes on to face Speedball Mike Bailey at Against All Odds. Yes, yes. So what are your thoughts on that? I genuinely don't know. You you could have Trey Miguel win and challenge. You know, that would be a, a decent starter to the to Speedball with Exodus title reign. Of course, Ace has the automatic rematch, but I don't feel use it. Laredo Kid has Laredo Kid. That's special impact special plus specials tends to have great matches in in, in and around the exhibition title. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Possibly, I think if they want if they want to go safe and they know they can guarantee or no, they can guarantee a good match for anyone in this match, but. The Redo Kid has Redo Kid knows what he's doing when it comes to this on specials to make the champion look great. That's the direction I uh, Laredo Kid. We know they have good chemistry, Laredo and Speedball. Yeah. I think it'll be a hell of a match yeah. against all odds. Yeah, I think that's more where I'm more leaning towards as well. I think we do get Laredo, Speedball and Speedball will win. Oh yes, yeah, Speedball mean, retains all day long. Yeah, it, it's just 
I mean, Impact is literally sport for choice here of who they want to have people have a banger with. But take anyone, and it's gonna be it could be match of the night easily. Yeah. So, I mean, just throw a dart wherever it lands on, have a good match. Yeah. But I, I did think Loretta Kid would pick up the win on. I think that yeah, Loretta Kid good for tonight. Laredo to be featured. Because he, he's not always on TV, and if he is, he's usually losing. So it'll be fun for him yeah. to get a big win and you know be in a, a prominent match on it against the odds. Right. And uh, Laredo did just lose the AAA Latin America Championship as well. Right. Whichever one you want. He was cruiserweight. Yes, he was cruiserweight, and uh, uh, Black Torres was the Latin yeah. American. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, yeah Loretta Kid did, did just lose his title, and so did Black Torres as well. Oh, right. Do you and, know who uh, the loser was? Uh, I, I want to say it was uh, Johnny Impact, but I don't think it was. Oh, okay. Uh, have a quick look, see. Uh, it's tr- not yeah, I, I, I think it might be Vikingo. I think I think I saw him with all three titles. Oh, I right. I think it might be Vikingo. He's bloody good. Yeah, I'll go. So I good. think I think like, AEW will snatch him up. Yeah, I I wish Impact would. I mean. Especially mm. after his matches with uh, TJP yeah. years ago. Like, should have signed him then and there. But, hey, is what it is. Um, oh, no. Jimmy Loretta Kid is still the AAA Cruiserweight World Champion. And Batarus is the Latin American Champion. But I swear I saw a picture. Maybe not then. I swear I saw a picture with someone holding all the AAA titles. It might have just been a fan or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. That's, uh, but yeah, you have it. The uh, our predictions, which of course we'll go to the predictions board for the pre-pre-show of the Mothership with Jeff just before uh, mm. Against All Odds airs. It's cool there, dusting off the uh, Against All Odds pay-per-view name. So I always enjoyed it. And there you have it. You can let us know your predictions in the comments. You can let us know what you thought about anything you saw saw or heard on this show today. Of course, go check out everything we've done before. Uh, Gogo Power Rankings with uh, Detea and Bert. Of course, every Sunday with Max and Jeff. Every Monday, uh, that, impact, that Impact Zone, where you go for all the free agencies and everything happening in terms of talent and impact. Uh, TBM vlogs, more to come from this time coming soon will be my trip to Kamikaze Pro. A phenomenal show. And you get and you get to see the full clip of Aunt Lana Austin battering my side. Absolutely Just brilliant. Thanks for that. Very entertaining. <laughs> Very fun time. And so much more from my trip, trip, trip to Kamikaze. There's uh TBN chats dropping soon. Mark Adams, we've got more to come. Chatting with loads of people. Anyone you want to see, let us know, of course. Do well, the whole thing. Follow us here, there, everywhere. Regarding TBN chats, um, like we were talking about um, before we came on the air, we've got a very fun one coming up. I won't spoil it, um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah, no, well, that, that, and that's what will come soon. Uh, maybe, hopefully by Friday, we'll get it announced. 
and so you can just find out who that is. Great guest, as always. But yes, that has been a podcast. This has been a podcast. I've been the MIC. He's been Nixon. I'll continue to be Nixon. Until next time. Goodbye, my friends. TNA.